Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Now, today is May the 4th, so we wish a happy birthday to Zal Clemenson of the sensational Alex Harvey Band. He's turning 73 today. And Motley Crue's Mick Mars, who is 71 years old. But the big story of the day is about the mighty Led Zeppelin. On this day in 1973, Led Zeppelin opened their North American tour in Atlanta at the Atlanta Fulton County Stadium for what was billed as the biggest and most profitable rock and roll tour in the history of the United States. Now, it was a massive affair, characterized by their transport across the US, a giant jet nicknamed the Starship, which came complete with bar, shower room, TV and white fur bedroom. Rock stars in the 70s, eh? Now, I'm joined by Mac B from the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast to talk about this tour, as he's a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Now, let's put this into context. This tour came after Led Zeppelin 4 and the Houses of the Holy Records were released. So it really was Led Zeppelin at the peak of being the biggest band in the world, wasn't it, Mac? Absolutely. You know, could not have been bigger... And obviously, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, but I had to go back and research this a little bit because, to the best of my knowledge, the 1972 Rolling Stones North America tour was the biggest until yeah. this came along, right? Uh, and it's they've made movies and books about that 72 tour. I've got an amazing Jim Marshall print from that tour with oh, Keith wow. holding a bottle of Jack backstage, you know, iconic, amazing tour. And it made about $4 million at the time which translates into maybe $25 million or something like that today. And then I looked at Led Zeppelin, I'm like, well, it was about $4 million too, but it was a lot fewer shows. And Peter Grant had the whole 90-10 split going on, which Mick Jagger was extremely jealous of because of that $4 million, the Stones grossed or whatever it was, maybe he got a quarter million of it mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's like, you mean the drummer in Led Zeppelin's making more on a tour that they did fewer shows on than me? I think that riled him a little bit and you can hear that kind of creep in when they do uh, star star just a few years later when he's talking about oh jimmy page is all the rage you know because he gets all the groupies and he makes all this money it's like but i'm still mick jagger you know so uh but that was the power of led zeppelin that's before the wheels started to come up you're Mm -hmm. right i mean they may have done some bigger shows after that as far as huge stadium shows and things like that in the late 70s but as far as walking out having these huge hit albums and hitting arena after arena after arena. It was the height of their powers, it really was. Absolutely. And then we have to mention the famous Starship as well. It wasn't just getting ferried about on coaches. It wasn't small little commercial planes. Led Zeppelin had the Starship. Was it a 747? It was huge. It was a huge Boeing thing, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the great big plane at the time. Yeah, that's the only way to do it, I guess. It beats being in a van going from Cleveland to Iowa in the middle of the night, that's for sure. The 70s is where it really started to become excess. You can say that about the 60s. There's kind of a hippie vibe to the 60s. It's kind of this, we're all in this together. It was a 72 Stones tour that's like, okay, no, this is real big business now. And it's not just girls going, ah, for an hour and a half, and then you run off. This is people paying money. They want to sit down and stand up and hear the music, right? So you got to get the music. you got to get the sound right. you got to get a big place so you can make your money back and all that kind of stuff. And like we were talking about, it's starting to turn in favor of the artist in that Peter Grant could start to get 90% split for his band when, you know, it used to be 50-50 was 
not bad for a band. You know, the promoter's taking half and the band may be getting half and then splitting it as they have to. But but you you do a one-off in a stadium, but to do stadium tours and arena tours now, they're starting to figure this out. It's like for the big bands, this can turn into actual big business. Big business indeed. Thanks so much to Mac or The Wolf, as he's known. Check out the podcast he co-hosts with Action Jackson called The Ugly American Werewolf in London. But that's it for May the 4th's This Day Rocks. Don't forget to subscribe to Vintage Rock Pod so you don't miss any further This Day Rocks episodes. I'll be back tomorrow to speak to the lead singer of a band who was at number one on the US single chart on this day in 1987. Till then, take care.